Hi everybody, Tom Bodette here for Hotel 6. We don't cater to business travelers, we're here for the average American family and we try to make it as much like home as possible. For instance, our TV only gets one channel and it's in Spanish. If you don't comprende, you can always listen to the couple arguing in the next room. We'll leave dirty underwear in the shower and an ashtray full of cigarette butts on the nightstand. And since sharing is a virtue, your family can share a towel with all the other guests. We don't have a concierge to reserve theater tickets, but the night janitor can get you laying near the bar at the Bolarama. We're not flashy or fancy or even comfortable, but spending the night at Hotel 6 still beats sleeping in your car. I'm Tom Bodette for Hotel 6, and we'll leave the seat down for you. The greatest thing in the air. Brit Summons. And this is the Grit Summer Show. Each time this year in uh, South Florida, we get invaded. And the surprising part to me is that uh, they don't behave that way up there. No, they never learn to drive. Once a year they drive down here to ruin our lives. They're disgusting and they're rude. Constipated Pepsi attitude. Here's the Canadians schlepping all around. Looking for a deal on a meal where the service is fine and leave no tip behind. Here's a Canadian driving on down. Causing certain death, turning left when they meant to go right with no signal lights and weaving side to side. They wear speedos on the beach To show their ugly pasty cellulite And they want us to believe These cheap mumsers help fuel our economy Here's the Canadians Schlepping all around Looking for a deal on a meal where the service is fine And leave no tip behind Here's the Canadian driving on down Causing certain death turning left when they meant to go right With no signal lights and weaving side to side Welcome to the Brit Summer Show. Hey everybody, it's Brit Summers back from my trip to Tallahassee and broadcasting live from the Deep State. You're going to be hearing that a lot. The Deep State. On 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. GDPR Revolution 99.com, SoFloRadio.com, FYINation.com, Stitcher, Patreon, TuneIn, TheBritSummerShow.com, and of course, SoundCloud. Well, like I said, I'm just back from the uh, Tallahassee lobby days, and uh, I met a lot of uh, new candidates uh, running for various offices in Florida, and uh, they're not celebrities. You won't see them on TMZ, you won't see them on Entertainment Tonight or any of those uh, bubblehead shows like you would Oprah or Joe Kennedy. No, these are, um, how shall I put it, serious political candidates who want to do good things for their constituents and communities. So 
all of the idol worshipers in the Democratic Party, uh, they wouldn't know who they are, not unless they walk the red carpet or have a star on Holly- in Hollywood. No, these are erstwhile candidates. Uh, a couple of them you may have heard of, Gwen Graham being one. You may not be familiar with the Gwen part, but her father was a two-term governor here in the state of Florida and the only good governor this state ever had. Uh, so she'll be running for governor of this state. Uh, we also have Andrew Gillum, mayor of Tallahassee, who I had the pleasure of meeting. And uh, I, <laughs> I still don't think he has a chance. Because driving up through this state, when you start seeing billboards, anti-abortion billboards, and especially uh, snakeskin boots, <laughs> billboard after billboard, for snakeskin boots. Uh, I don't think uh, he would wrap up the north part of the state. Uh, Gwen Graham uh, has a very good shot, I would say, far and above all of the rest. And the only danger I see ahead for all of us here in Florida with the upcoming primary would be the Russians hacking our primary. The Russians hacking our elections. The Rush, I'm saying it a million times because... Although, although when I was up there uh, in the Capitol, they, they, some Democrats took me seriously. Some had a genuine look of concern when I told them about Philip Levine's connection to the Blavatnik family, the oligarchs of Russia, who own pretty much all of Miami Beach and the entire island of Singer Island. But it's not so much uh, Philip Levine that I'm concerned with. I am concerned with his benefactors, who have given him hundreds of thousands, uh, some reports uh, 200,000, some reports a quarter of a million, even before he announced he was running. Uh, Nobody knows who he is. Uh, North Florida, as with Andrew Gillum, they wouldn't vote for a Jew as well as anybody who's darker than they are. So, And I have to say, Andrew Gillum, I was impressed. He is a, a very dynamic speaker. He was great. I mean, he's a tremendous politician. Uh, I guess once they put up the statewide ads for his campaign, I don't think they're running yet. Phil Levine's are. Oh, he's permeating the airwaves because of his Russian benefactors are paying for all of this. But once uh, Gillum's ads are up, uh, he might have a shot. He might have a good chance in the primary. I still don't see it happening in uh, like (laughs) where I was driving Uh, up in Tuweg and up in uh, all those redneck areas. I mean, I, I, even I was nervous, and I'm white. I'm nervous and, uh, to drive through those areas, and not to mention embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to be white. The way these uh, neo-Nazi white socialists are now wearing it on their sleeve thanks to their speed bump of a president. Now, that's, that's for the governor race, or as they say, <laughs> goober notorial race. Uh, why can't they just say the, the, the governor race have to say goober? Where did the goober come from? Was that India Mayberry or something? Goober notorial race. The governor race. It, it's okay. Anyway, so far, it's a, it's a three-way. They're having a three-way over there. Uh, but I, I, I really think that uh, Gwen Graham, and, and let me say this, they're both, uh, Gillum and Graham, are way right of center. But I'll take it compared to what we have right now. So it's either or, six one half dozen of the other. If they took office, that'd be great. Uh, that's fine for Florida. 
Levine, on the other hand, uh, that's going to be a problem because during the primaries, I am certain, we, we certainly don't have any oversight here when it comes to our elections. And look what happened in 2000. Oh, we've made a lot of changes since then. We've made a lot of improvements since November 2000. Um, did we do all those changes? Did we make improvements? Uh, no. No, I didn't think so. And uh, do we have any oversight regarding the Florida elections or the primaries? No. No, no, we don't. So there are, uh, as opposed to before I left on the trip, and I, and I wasn't taken seriously by anybody down here, up there, there, there is cause for concern that our primary elections will get hacked. And that would put Philip Levine, <laughs> who's trailing both of them, that would put him in the lead to go for governor, naturally. So they already got Singer Island and Miami Beach. Why not go for the rest of the state, right? So don't look at me when we have a, a, another weak candidate running for governor, uh, Philip Levine, and you wonder, Philip Levine, how the hell did that happen? Well, now you know how that will happen. And nobody takes me seriously down here, including some of our intrepid reporters we have down here who I've uh, contacted and they never got back to me. I'm just some crazy tranny, just blowing words out of my shapely ass. What do I know? I don't know. But if it does happen, just please remember that you heard it here first. Thank you. You're, 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 welcome. you're welcome. There were other uh, discussions regarding uh, various bills going to a passing committee or, uh, I, you know, I could talk about that on this show, but this is statewide stuff. And uh, any listeners sitting out there in uh, Arizona, which I have, or New Mexico and uh, New York, uh, they, it, it's, I don't want to bore you. I don't want to bore you nothing. So governor's race, senator's race, uh, that would have an impact. And of course, the one bright spot of, of all when I was up there was everybody concurred pretty much that, uh, you know, we, we have your Bernie supporters, you have your Hillary supporters. And it's finally dawning on them that you, first you have to focus on getting Democrats in office and everything else you can worry about later. But right now, we don't have anything going for us. So what we have to do is take back both houses, uh, statewide and nationally. We need three quarters of the House nationally. And yeah, you have your progressives and your neoliberals. Uh, but let's take, the, let's take the houses back. Let's strip Trump of all of his power so that uh, we can get back to business here and, uh, and undo the damage he's uh, continuing to do, even as I speak. Oh, he wants a parade. He wants a, the baby wants a parade. I want a parade. <laughs> President Speedbump, the dumbest ass ever, whoever walked the earth. Uh, not to mention his support is 30 percenters. Yeah, yeah, you hear that? Yeah, I clapped, I applauded, I'm a patriot. I applaud everything you say, Mr. Trump. And then you hear the right-wingers argument. Well, George Bush, the first George Bush, he had a parade. Or I, Nothing's happened to have a parade, except that this man's ego is so goddamn huge, he has to have a parade just to stroke his ego so he could do his little Mussolini act. Oh, God, please, Mueller. Hurry up. No, 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 wait. I, I take that back. Don't hurry up. Take your time. I'm hoping that Mueller does the reverse of what Comey did when Comey uh, uh, said, well, we found more emails 
that were actually duplicates of the ones they already had. We found more uh, emails on, uh, Anthony, let me show you my wiener's uh, computer. They were, they were already in evidence. They already had them, so it was nothing new, but he had to make the announcement, and that really killed it for uh, Clinton. What was it, seven, eight days before the election? Comey was set up by uh, an agent named Strzok. Of course, everybody knows that story now, with bogus evidence, and that's why he made that announcement. I want to see, I want to see Mueller send out his indictments, wrap, start wrapping up the case prior to the midterms, just to give the Republicans a, a zets back. That would be great. The problem is DNC is like, again, they're putting their feet up on the desk and just relaxing and putting it on, setting it automatic because uh, this is going to be an easy win, like they did in 16, like they did in 10. Uh, it's not going to be an easy win. It's still going to be a lot of, you're going to have to do a lot of footwork, a lot of door knocking, a lot of phone calls. It's going to be a rough win. But we have momentum in our favor this time. Don't squander it, Tom Perez, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. Do not squander the momentum we have this midterm election. Back progressive candidates that are not necessarily don't have the same ideals as the Clinton dynasty would have, as the uh, Clinton power machine had. Because, you see, with that, you lose. You lose election after election after election. So back grassroots candidates, progressives, throw some support behind them. I know you're already supporting the corporate ones. Throw some, it wouldn't hurt. And there's a lot of Republican seats that are unopposed. You may want to look into that. Uh, and anybody, even if it is unopposed, uh, file, just start running against him. Now, I'll tell you, we have about one candidate that we have, David Walker. He is a scientist and he is running for state agriculture commissioner, which would be great because he's an actual scientist. He knows what he's talking about. Wouldn't that be a refreshing difference to have? And, uh, he uh, initially, when he announced, uh, he was unopposed now, He's got three corporate Republicans running against him. So keep your eye on David Walker. I'll have more on that as time progresses. But it would be so nice to have an actual scientist who's agriculture commissioner. Uh, very nice guy. And, uh, well, well, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help him out with that. That's David Walker for agriculture commissioner. Check it out. Well, getting back to uh, uh, Don Trump's parade. Uh, here, I got your parade for you right here. Speed bump. Hey, President Shortbus, here's your parade right here. There's your parade. That's about all you amount to. 70% of this country's getting sick of you. Now, if you vote Democrat straight ticket during the primary, nationally and statewide, you know, uh, state legislature is just as important as national. All politics are local, as they say, and it is. So uh, we have a chance to fight this infantile tyrant, this speed bump, this moron. Yeah, well, you, you hear, I'm going to go into a little history lesson later on in the show because I, I've got other things to say. But can only take so much. And uh, everybody knows that uh, you want a Democrat shot because they won't stand and applaud you. Uh, you made it very, very clear. It's your treasonous if you don't applaud and 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 uh, do cartwheels for you, you bald old orange monkey. That'll be the day when I stand and applaud. You know what I'm going to stand and applaud? 
I stand and applaud every time Bob Mueller issues more indictments. So far, two admissions of guilt. And I'm certain there's going to be more to come because and I'm hoping he's not going to do it. But I, I hope he does talk face to face with Mueller, because if you lie to the FBI, I know that rhymes. Uh, that's considered a crime. You don't have to uh, be under oath with the uh, FBI. Just ask Ephraim Zimlis Jr. He'll tell you. We Smarted presents the new FBI. Starring Ephraim Zimlis Jr. Jr. III. And special guest stars Phil Bruns and Dina Merrill. Tonight's episode, Look. I think I found another stack of case reports, so don't try McVeigh yet, because we're still not sure we entered all the evidence yet or something like that. Well, Tim, it looks like we're going to have to cut you loose. You mean you're setting me free? Well, that's right, McVeigh. You're free to go. So, uh, what are you going to do now? <laughs> I'm going to blow up Disney World! <laughs> it's the new FBI, tonight. Only on Louis Free TV. The Brit Summers Show. The real alternative to mindless garbage. I joined the Nazi party. They used to call it the GOP. And I strongly agree with right-wing policies. So they won't be coming for me. So I went to the Nazi party Convention held in the Empire State For 9-11 thank the Saudis Give their hands a shake And dance on the grave I'm reading Mein Kampf now The Bush Doctrine as well You see you Believe anyone If you can't think for yourself Lot. The entertainment at the Nazi party was appropriately Christian and white. There was David Duke and Clear Channel approved Lee Greenwood and Toby Greenteeth Keith. I'm watching O'Reilly now. And Ann Coulter as well If you don't believe Bush is the only one Then you should die and go to hell You're listening to The Bird Summer Show on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. I want to get back to the uh, trip I made uh, to Tallahassee, especially uh, the, uh, the drive back. Because uh, I was in a rented car. And uh, it has to do with what was going on in the news this week. Although not to my knowledge, because I spent most of the day in the Capitol building and I was uh, kind of chinic with everything else. I didn't have, I really didn't hear the news that day. I was uh, busy doing things. So on my drive back, let me get the appropriate music here. I was on I-10 heading east back towards 75, blah, 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 blah. And uh, the weather was very nice. And it was a clear sky. And I'm driving over here. And <laughs> at about, uh, I'd say, uh, 2 o'clock out the windshield, 
I see this, uh, it looked like a, a jet, you know, military aircraft. Uh, just moving. I mean, just really, I'm, I'm thinking, that guy's really moving fast. And it had the uh, two smoke trails coming out. So I just thought it was a military jet. But it kept going up. And, and, I, and then I was distracted by traffic or something on the road, so I couldn't watch the rest. I just looked uh, passively at it. Oh, look, 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 a, a military jet. There must be a base nearby. That's what I thought. Little did I know <laughs> at the time, I was watching that launch. The launch of the uh, Tesla rocket. Goes to show you, we could have always done that, but you need... Well, you, what you need is you need funding. You need... You need... Funding. And uh, that's apparently something that Elon Musk, Musk had. So, uh, yeah, it can be accomplished. And how cool is that? They sent a Tesla up into space. I, yeah, that's style. That's fun. Yeah, at least he had some fun with his success. Not that I ever praise a multi-billionaires, but he's doing wild things with it. Very exciting. And he's trying to advance societies, trying to advance at least this country, because everybody else in the world is moving uh, leap years ahead of us. Uh, we're just sitting here, holding our balls, going backwards with these religionists uh, calling the shots in the White House uh, with their religious freedom, which means they want to tear up the Constitution because the Constitution clearly says separation of church and state. That means leave us alone and cock the hoist. Go away. Go home and pray and uh, wave a snake over your head, whatever you do. But leave us alone. Not everybody's Christian, although you want you want everybody to be. Otherwise, otherwise what? The camp's for you. What they don't realize is, uh, of course, they have the uh, the megaphone of all of the media, primarily radio. And, I, and I'll say this because, yeah, it's Fox News and television. Yeah. But what people don't understand is that uh, the radio stations, uh, it's just pure, absolute, 100% unadulterated propaganda. No matter where you go in this country. And you know these rednecks, these green-toothed inbreds, driving in their beat-up pick-em-up trucks with the, with the 7-Eleven trash on the dashboard, they're listening to Hannity, they're listening to Limbaugh, they're listening... And yeah, I know, well, if you know the internet, you can listen to podcasts, almost anything you want. We got serious. No. They're listening to AM radio <laughs> and all that propaganda. And even Sirius is uh, pretty much right wing. Well, they have like one progressive channel. I don't know. I don't listen and I won't pay a right wing, poorly programmed satellite uh, thing that uh, they don't mind hiring the likes of Steve Bannon. Although his show was canceled, I hear they had no problem putting them on. We'll get listeners. We'll get subscribers. All they got to get subscribers on there is uh, Stern. If you think his 1980s Yuma is still funny, then there you go. <laughs> so this car that I was renting, now a funny thing happened to me on the way back. I own an 11-year-old car with 100,000 miles on it. It's in fairly nice shape, and it does it gives me good service. I got no problem with it. If, if it breaks down, I figure, well, it was well worth it. To, it was a good little car. So I haven't been in a new car lately, and I was—it was a uh, Chevy Cruze, not a Ted Cruz, a Chevy Cruze, and no, it was a decent little car. It was comfortable to drive, but at the red lights, when you apply the brakes, the engine dies. So at first, I'm like, "What car did they give me? What kind of piece of crap is this? It's—it's it's conking out at the red lights." 
and then you take your foot off the brake and it starts up again. I'm like, what the hell's going on with this car? I mean, it would drive fine, but once you stopped, it would turn off. Well, turns out it's supposed to. That, it seems, is all part of the uh, new innovative engineering uh, with, that General Motors did with their cars, that when you apply the brake, it, it stalls. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm also told you can make it not do that, but I don't see the benefit. If you're saving gas, you may be saving like uh, a thimble full of gas doing that, but you are at risk of uh, burning out a starter, burning out your engine mounts. Every time you stop the car and stop and go traffic, it's, I don't see the logic to it, but other than that, it's, uh, it was a nice little car. But the, the, the greatest thing about this Tesla in space, it's a big fat center finger to the oil and gas industry. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I really enjoy about this so much. Albeit only uh, about maybe, what? <sighs> I don't know, 20% of the population could actually afford to buy a Tesla. Maybe 30%. I can't afford it. Nobody I know could afford to buy a Tesla. <laughs> but I'm sure it's a very nice car uh, if you have the money to get one. Oh, and by the way, Trump, Elon Musk is from a shithole country who happens to be in this shithole of a country, President Shithole. But you know who I'd like to see in... Okay, they put the dummy in there with the with the astronaut suit on, uh, pretending to drive the car. You know who I would have loved to see in there? The guy, the whoever was the executive at General Motors who made the decision to kill the EV1. Remember the little EV1 that was the first electric car? And then they, they just unannounced, they, they all these people were leasing this car back in, I think it was 98, 99. And then unannounced, they just uh, pulled tow trucks up to their driveway and towed them away without even telling them. And then they crushed them. Why? Because it was an electric car. And I can only speculate that it was the oil industry that said, you got to get rid of these things. Well, take a look overhead, fossil fuel industry. That's what's going to replace your gasoline. Because actually, the fossil fuel industry, uh, they're never going to go out of business anyway. They're just greedy. Uh, you're always going to need plastic. You're always going to need tires for the electric car. You're going to need a lot of things uh, that requires oil, no matter what you do. But uh, gasoline, no. Nah. And you know, you can't play. You can't toy with the drivers out here that work hard, that have to pay for the gas. You can't toy with them anymore, jacking the prices up and down. Yeah, it went up. Nobody complains. You see, that's why they get away with it. Nobody cares. They'll jack it up to five bucks a gallon eventually, someday. And, uh, because nobody cares. Oh, look, <laughs> it's $4 a gallon. How about that? No. They'll just buy more SUVs, like they did last time when Bush was in office. Little EV1, too bad you got crushed. The brass of genital motors didn't have the guts to say no to big oil. When the checks were cut, yeah, yeah. All you had to do was plug it and charge it up, EV1. Bring back the little 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 EV1. The A-holes crush the EV1.
the SUVs that they sold ya Got a gallon for a mile They say they're gonna have the gold But not till 3009 And with the big three going broke now Listen to why Instead of shutting all your factories down You could have sold a billion cars by now it was a big mistake for GM to take away the EV1. Bring back the little EV1. Bring back the little EV1. Tell big oil, shove it up their butt. Bring back the little EV1. The A-holes crush the EV1. The best music. Happy. Thank goodness it's fun with Brittany Summers. On the Brit Summers Show. Listening to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPR Revolution 99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TuneIn Stitcher, and oh, SoundCloud, and of course, the BritSummerShow.com. If you uh, access the uh, BritSummerShow.com for as long as Agit Pi allows us to, uh, all the information you need and all of my linky dinks are right there. Oh, I almost said uh, Tinky Winky again. Tinky Winky rhymes with Linky Dinky. So here we are at the uh, online side of the program. <laughs> and I held this story for this part of the show. Kansas. Yeah, it's not Kansas anymore. In fact, it's not Kansas anymore because they're broke. That Sammy slamming Sammy Brownback, he uh, used it as a Republican economical experiment. And of course, they went uh, broke. Like we're all going to go broke. Like the ent- entire country is going to just crash. Uh, 2007, 2008 will pale into insignificance compared to what's about to come. And uh, well, who, who cares, right? I mean, everybody has their little smartphones. Everybody has a little sleep number beds. 
Everybody's comfortable. Stay nice and comfortable and don't pay attention. Just turn on what's ever on the TV and uh, you'll have all the information you need. You really, really will. Uh. <sighs> That's another thing. Bill Mars is getting on my nerves. Uh, he's been saying... Well, if you're going to go on Facebook, Facebook is the uh, highest used uh, source for news and uh, information. Well, listen, maybe you don't go on Facebook, but all of my sources, the New York Times, the Washington Post, and especially the Guardian, they're on Facebook. So, yes, I do go on Facebook because I get my news feeds from there. Of course, there's other ways to get news feeds. It's just that one's really fast. As opposed to the other ones. By the way, most of the other ones are an aggregate of video collections, which is fine. But when you've got 17 down, you're kind of stuck with text. And text is okay. I'd rather read than watch. Uh, I just find it more enriching to read articles than to watch punditry, even if it's just a clip online. But... These days, everybody's they're conflating punditry with journalism. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, those are not, with the exception of a few, they're they're not journalists. They are pundits, and here's a little thing I'll bet you didn't know. Each one of them, each appearance that they make, is scale at $1,500. So every time you see a pundit like uh, E.J. Dion and the Belmonts, he every time you see him on with Chris Matthews, he's he's gonna get a check for fifteen hundred dollars. And what is he on there? Like two, three times a week? That's pretty damn good money. So that's punditry. That's not journalism. And everybody thinks now that because uh, I guess it's a holdover from the last I don't know seventy years of real journalism, they think it's real. It's still there, but it is not. It is gone. You have to do all the work yourself to actually get to the bottom and find out the truth. No, it's fake news, fake news. No, it's not fake news. It's filtered news. And uh, as opposed to Fox, which just writes shit, just invents, pulls things out of their very white, uh, pasty asses, uh, MSNBC and CNN, they filter. They just, they don't lie. They just leave shit out. They just don't tell you the whole story. <laughs> it's not lying. Oh, yeah, what they're telling you is true, except uh, they just leave uh, very selectively chosen pieces of the story out. Oops. Oops. Well, and it's all to please sponsorship. See, on Fox News, it's to please uh, the ideologues at, on the, at the right wing. And uh, MSNBC and CNN, it's all, and the uh, other three, ABC, CBS, NBC, it's just to, they're, they're at the behest of their corporate sponsorship. Oh, Rachel Maddow's great. She's a, she's a liberal. She's a champion of our civil rights. Not one report about net neutrality. Never, never, ever a report about fracking. Why? Because she's not allowed. Oh, no. That can't be. No, no, no. no. Listen carefully. She's not allowed. Chris Hayes, Lawrence O'Donnell, not allowed. And if you're getting... Uh, between 20 and 30 million dollars a year, you'll say, okay. You're not going to say, well, I'm an intrepid reporter and it's important to get out all the details of the truth. You're not going to do that because you're making between 20 and 30 million dollars a year. So no, you, you have to do all of, all of the research yourself. And that's what I find myself surrounded with uh, the people who are engaged with politics in these uh, political clubs and groups uh, they do, uh, for the most part, with the exception of the idol worshippers, 
uh, for the most part, I, I find that most progressives are well studied, and and you can talk the details, and I'll know what you're talking about. Uh, not so much with idol worshippers; it's whatever's on TV. The Joe Kennedy. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, he's gonna save us all. First it was Oprah, then it was Joe Kennedy, and I but I deleted it because no one understands what I say. <laughs> When he was doing his uh, rebuttal speech, which is, it was fine. It was well written and well delivered. He did a nice job. I will give him that. But I wrote on my Facebook thing, that's the lousiest Vaughn Meter I've ever heard or something like that. Nobody knows who Vaughn Meter is anymore. So, so I just took it off. Like, there was no reaction. It's like, huh? Who's Vaughn Meter? Uh, <laughs> oh, leave me alone. And hey. <laughs> It was all very nice. It was all very uh, dynasty wishing uh, Camelot. Da, 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 Camelot. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's wonderful. Oh, what a sweetheart. Oh, he's going to save us all. It's the same thing with Oprah. Will you stop? Will you, will you please? Just please. Just fucking stop. Look for the candidate who will do the... Look at the candidate's uh, support. Look at the, who's paying the candidate, who's contributing. Take a look. It's all right there. As long as Ajit Pai uh, lets us do so, you can see who's contributing to any candidate's campaign. A big pharma, fossil fuel, uh, you name it. Uh, so do a little uh, research. Don't, don't, don't uh, gush and drool uh, over the television. Oh, look, he's related to the candidates. Yeah, I'm borrowing this from Family Guy, but uh, Joe Kennedy was the only one who showed up at the family reunion. <laughs> uh, oh, want Kennedy jokes? Uh, got plenty of those. That reminds me, I just saw a futile and stupid gesture. Uh, I think that's the name of it. It's a terrible, terrible title, a futile and stupid gesture. I mean, yeah, you'll get it if you watch the movie, but if you ask, if they'd only have asked me, it should have been called National Lampoon Presents National Lampoon as opposed to uh, Animal House or whatever. Because it's about Doug Kenny, who was the brilliant mind behind... The, now, now, from the period of 1970 to 1975, uh, high school and college-age kids, the National Lampoon magazine, that was the, <laughs> that was the mad magazine for, for that demographic. And I got to tell you, it was one of the funniest magazines. And it's as a biopic, it's, very, it's cleverly done. Watch it. It's on Netflix. It's uh, it only debuted on there a couple of weeks ago. Uh, check it out. I mean, if, if you liked uh, Animal House, uh, Caddyshack, they, they didn't go as far for obvious reasons as uh, the uh, National Lampoon uh, vacation movies. They, they stopped the Caddyshack and you'll see why. But I, I've often wondered why that uh, magazine just kind of like fizzled out. I mean, it was so hot uh, and they're selling millions each month and then just <laughs> done. I'm like, so I've always been curious about what happened behind that. I mean, I, I know Doug Kenny died, but what I did not know was that uh, Lorne Michaels, uh, back in 75, just stole his entire staff, the whole National Lampoon staff, including some of the radio show performers, Gilda Radner, Chevy Chase, John Belushi. They all came from National Lampoon, and that's where the... Uh, Funniest classic seasons of uh, Saturday Night Live. What, what was it? Uh, I guess seventy-five through seventy-eight, and uh, that. Uh, then after that, everybody was gone. So that explains why the magazine kind of like just went downhill. It was uh, sold and bought and bought and sold uh, so many times by uh, 
corporate investment type holes that uh, have no sense of humor and don't understand how it works. So at least that answered those questions for me. And of course, when Animal House came out in 78, uh, there was no real need for them to hang around. They, they all became instant millionaires with that big hit movie. And it's like, why publish a magazine after that? So just that, that, that's what happened. But what struck me the most, and I'm being very personal here, what struck me the most about that movie was that, and I never realized how that humor impacted my life, and, and, and other people's too, um, the humor behind that Firesign Theater, which they, they didn't mention in the movie, but I think that was the catalyst for National Lampoon to make records, uh, which they were million-selling records, and uh, because uh, Firesign Theater records were, were big sellers, and uh, so they said, why not do the radio? But they didn't mention that. And they said they thought he was crazy for doing a, a radio show and making records. But that that was uh, actually a pretty sensible idea back then because uh, Firesign Theater was already doing that. But I was influenced heavily, uh, humor-wise, by that. And then other things, Alan Sherman, of course, and uh, Tom Lehrer. But uh, as far as print and parody... It was bend the limit, bend the limit as far as you can go. And up until, and this is this has happened to me, I am a witness to this. Up until 9-11-2001, it would, humor was bend the limit as far as you can go. And what struck me the most is that if they tried to launch that magazine now or a website, well, The Onion, if you, it's a very, very weak comparison. But if National Lampoon had to have a website and it was the same people back then doing it now, it would be funnier than The Onion. The Onion's kind of weak, uh, but they're trying to be what National Lampoon was uh, 40 years ago. But I would say The Onion's kind of weak only because of the social mores, how they've changed since 9-11. Everybody's sensitive. Everybody's easily insulted. Oh, you got to be so careful. you got to walk on eggshells. Comedy doesn't work. And, well, some forms of comedy still work, but not that. You can't do that no more. And the stuff I was doing on the Neil Rogers show, uh, that was... Uh, I was pretty on edge because I was I would consider that parody training from the best. And I would go way, 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 way overboard. I mean, crazy overboard. And, you know, the stuff sold. And that got me a national gig being syndicated to radio stations across the country on ABC Radio Today, which is no longer in existence. Thank you very much. And that's why I do this here for no checks at all. Well, no, actually, I do get the very kind donations. But as far as payroll, no. No. Uh, but I do appreciate And the donate button is on my website, and I appreciate that. But that's all I got left, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, it's gone. It's all gone. And if I hear this again, I'm gonna, I will blow my brains out like the dog on the National Lampoon cover. <laughs> oh, 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 why don't you send out a resume? Oh, why don't you send out uh, audition tapes? Oh, why don't you... Be, 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 be? They're all gone. Try to understand that. There's nothing left. I'm lucky I got this. I'm, I'm lucky I got a, a spot on the air somewhere uh, through the kindness of the program directors and, and management at uh, WWNN. Uh, of course, I could always do a podcast, but then again, you're in the uh, category of uh, podcasts. Uh, but there, there's no more on-air programming to speak of unless you want to say uh, you hate the blacks, you hate the Jews, you hate this, you hate that. Nobody's good except white people. Well, then you'll get, you'll get a job. 
They love management loves that. You want to say something funny? You won't hear that on right wing radio. You won't. In fact, even on uh, podcasts, it's rare. People try really, really hard to be funny. Here's something you're really going to laugh at. And that's just not how it works. Just doesn't work that way. You want Yuma now? Just let things happen. That's about all you can do. As far as writing over the top stuff like I used to do. I mean, crazy stuff. Uh, intentionally so. I don't do drugs, but everybody thought I was on acid. <laughs> I mastered that technique. Uh, the African-American black humor I was doing, uh, that was all. And <laughs> the black community appreciated it because they understood. They get it. I was doing it from the perspective of a bigot. How stupid bigotry is and how, how moronic and it's hilarious to watch bigots like they're in a zoo. And my black listeners, they understood. They got it. The white, uh, the, the white people were very offensive. Don't ever say, listen to what I said. Listen to the lyrics. Listen to the perspective of which the parody was written for. It's a whole different, uh, it's too much to think. That, that's the answer. You have to think. And thoughtful humor, that doesn't make it these days. So no, in conclusion, National Lampoon magazine would never launch today. Uh, even as a website, they would get nothing but uh, hardship and complaints and uh, they'd have probably eventually have to take it down. And if Agit Pai have his way, a National Lampoon had... I'm sure they have something called National Lampoon, but I, I can guarantee you it is, has nothing to do with the original people in there. Not even close. It's impossible to emulate what that what that staff of writers did and the photographers funny funny stuff for example real quick there was a volkswagen ad if you remember the old-fashioned volkswagen beetle ads they were always in black and white even right up through the 70s it was just their style and they had a volkswagen beetle floating on water and the caption was if ted kennedy had only driven a volkswagen beetle he'd be president today can you imagine doing something like that now? Oh, it's so offensive. It's the only thing Bill Maher says that, that I, I agree with, is that, that everybody is overly sensitive. And you can't do stand-up. You can't do parody anymore. That's funny. Oh, you can do it. You just, it's not funny. No. I don't know. Maybe maybe attitudes will change. But and I can't really pin it on just the millennials because it's just uh, the, uh, the 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 9/11. After that, it was it's it's you can discernibly see the difference in the trend how it changed after that. So yeah, ABC Radio Today, uh, the American Comedy Network, uh, the Rock Comedy Network, Satellite Comedy, uh, all gone. And if they were around today, they'd be all gone. <laughs> but getting I started out talking about Kansas, and the reason I. <laughs> uh, I was in Kansas uh, eight years ago, no, seven years ago, and uh, <laughs> talk about Sin City. Vegas ain't got nothing on Kansas City. Uh, they got a casino in every corner in Kansas City. I don't know if you've been there or not, but there's casinos everywhere. I guess gambling is legal everywhere you go. Uh, well, they're broke because they put uh, Slam and Sammy Brown back in there. And uh, their Senate, their state Senate just ruled that they, well, they didn't rule on it. They declared that pornography <laughs> is a health crisis. Yeah, a health crisis. Pornography. 
Well, you know, Republicans love stabbing themselves in the eye with a hot poker. <laughs> well, you know, that's a, it sounds like that's my cue to start on some pornography-related material. <laughs> oh, don't you go to insult us. You're going to hurt our feelings now. I'd like to be between your knees in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'll make you swoon with every swirling move in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'd like to have a little taste with your legs wrapped around my face. I'd like to be between your knees in your moist pie garden with my tongue. I'd like to huff your mohawk muff in your moist pie garden with my tongue Good thing for me You're not from the Middle East Cause the sight of old bird bacon's not for me Prefer to nosh a sideways mustache I'll plow hand in or outie gash Oh, what I'd give to with the jiff in your moist pie garden with my tongue. In your moist pie garden with my tongue. You're listening to The Brit Summit Show. The chosen child of the Holy Ghost They call Senator Sammy Brown back Brown back crazy Brown back crazy He'll control your lies the divine way For the Christian Republican way He's on a mission from God to protect you and I From dirty words and those liberal lies if he don't like ya, then he will find ya. He's your bush buddy and takes clear channel money. Sammy Brown back lives in a place where white fans lead to death Brown back crazy. Brown back crazy. Brown back. Sammy Brown back. Brown back. Sammy Brown back. He likes to bite, fix him, tore him on his heavenly buns. That's why he's got brown on his back and on his lips. <laughs> Lived in a house filled with smooth white men. He's a mincing queen who's better than you and me. Sammy Brownback lived in a place where white men flee to get burned. Brownback's crazy. Brownback's crazy. Brownback's crazy. 
We interrupt this program to bring you more right-wing Republican redneck bullshit. Uh, just come to my attention that there was a shoot. Oh, let me back up. Uh, six miles to the north of where I sit right now, just six miles away is a high school in a uh, place called Parkland. Now, for those who don't live here uh, in Florida, uh, Parkland is uh, south of Boca Raton. It's kind of technically Pompano, but uh, Parkland is like uh, multi-million dollar homes and up. If you're up north, it's like the Northwest Chester County type place. Predominantly a white neighborhood, very, very wealthy. Uh, there's some mansions in there. It's, it's a very uh, upscale neighborhood. And there's a high school there, very highly rated. Uh, but get this, this is a public high school. It's one of the highest rated public high schools. It's not a voucher school. It's not a charter school. It's just a regular public high school. But you see, when the taxes are higher, you get better schools anyway. Uh, seven to reports at this stage, uh, 17 uh, children are dead. Uh, there was another mass shooting. Uh, I guess uh, all the gun huggers out there must have all uh, just ejaculated at once when they heard there were more dead children. Uh, there's nothing gun lovers love more than dead kids. And of course, they'll deny it ever happened. Uh, they'll have their Alex Jones saying it was a, a false flag. Well, I'm here to tell you, and I saw all of the uh, EMVs and everything going up north, just north of me, just about five or six miles north of me. It's not a false flag. It really happened. Those kids are dead. And uh, there's uh, varying reports on uh, how many were injured. We'll have more on this story uh, on my next show as this, as this unfolds. But uh, here we go again, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the God, guns, uh, Merca, and... Uh, Nothing's going to come of this like all the other shootings. Uh, they're they're going to deny it happened, one. And the ones who will admit it happened will say, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Now I'll go on my merry way. Now the difference with this is, this is a big, big money area. These are high income people. I'm sure there's a lot of attorneys, a lot of judges, a lot of whatever it is. And uh, I'm certain that uh, once you hit an, a high income level, once you hit a million dollars or better, you go Republican. I don't care if you're socially conscious and uh, you want the betterment of your community. If you have a certain income level, then you get greedy. So I'm certain that everybody over there voted for the Republicans. Uh, and uh, well, and, and I have fear the uh, audio. One of the kids had his uh, smartphone and he recorded the audio. So if you're faint of heart, Turn your radio off now or turn the uh, podcast off now. I don't care. I will do a disclaimer after you hear this. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, I'd like to issue a disclaimer uh, for all of you NRA gun-loving mugwumps out there. If your erection, or in women too, I mean, if your erection or if your moisture continues to last more than four hours, then give uh, Wayne LaPierre a call. Give your pal Wayne LaPierre and all of his Russian buddies. Uh, yeah, that came out in this uh, uh, GPS investigation. Uh, it turns out that uh, some of the biggest contributors to the NRA uh, are Russians. Fun. Blow your friends away, we'll back you all the way. 
to the Brit Summer Show on FYINation.com, GDPRRevolution99.com, SoFloRadio.com, TheBritSummerShow.com, Stitcher, TuneIn, Patreon, and of course, The Brit Summer Show, where you'll find the donate button right there and uh, contact information as well. Uh, once again, a thanks to everyone who has so kindly contributed to this show. It, it helps a great deal. It's really all I got. So thank you. I'm, I'm forever grateful for for your generosity and uh if you got some like i said some change just stuck behind the uh, couch cushions uh that you're not going to use uh if you, and you decide to send them my way and by the way I, I should point out that all of uh rather than giving your money to a crappy satellite service like sirius xm which only provide and i got a progressive audience here so I, it's easy to say this uh, you got one progressive channel on that entire satellite operation and about 5 million right-wing channels. Why give them your money? If you took the uh, uh, subscription fees that you're, you're sending XM Sirius and uh, just contributed it to all of independent progressive media, I mean, just divide it up a buck each, even a dollar. Uh, that, would, that would help. Not only would it would provide you information that you really want to hear, but it would help everybody else stay in business and behind the microphone because we're not going to get any kind of supplemental support uh, from uh, any of our so-called progressive billionaire Democrats. Nope, no, no check here from George Soros. Sorry, right winger to the, uh, I think it was to the left of me on uh, the radio dial down here. Nope, still no check from George Soros, asshole. So I'll be here again next week with more mirth and merriment and uh, information. And uh, thanks for tuning in. So until then, this is Britt Summers saying the truth.